Yo, my people, welcome back to another episode of For the Culture. <laughs> We're still working on 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 Dash's uh, air horn there. Damn, I thought it was going good. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You're doing just as good. You're doing all right, though. You're doing all right. <laughs> as y'all know, I'm your host, J. Mark Perry, along with my co-host. Tinka Tink. And. Beer gang, whole lot of gang shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and as we do for our Friday episodes, we have a special guest. Go ahead and introduce yourself. Uh, hey guys, uh, my name is Shaq. I'm not gonna give a full name due to I am a trainee in the police academy, so whatever I say here, I'll be held too loud before. Oh, you're so responsible. I just have a question though: How many people are in the police academy named Shaq? <laughs> uh, do you know where I'm from? Ooh, yeah. Ooh okay, okay. Mm. <laughs> Good stuff. Hey, man, we happy to have you with us. Uh, thanks for taking time out your busy training schedule. No um, so go ahead, tell people a little bit about yourself. Besides that, maybe, you know what you do, what your hobbies, what you into. Yeah, narrow <laughs> the process. Where are you from? Uh, you ask that. <laughs> I'm not gonna tell you where I'm from, but uh, I'm a transplant uh, due to military. I served uh, five years in the Navy. Um, after Navy, got out, went to school, did some school, and decided to join the police force, police force right before. Corona kicked off and right before the whole Black Lives movement really took off. And Boy. Yeah, so like <laughs> I look at first, you know, I was really doing this to, you know, provide for my family for one, but to see what it's actually like to be a cop. And ever since the whole George Floyd thing took off, I really wanted to see like from the other side, you know, you can't change things from the outside. So I want to be on the inside and I've been talking to a lot of people and I keep on telling them that if you see me start to change, you know, let me know right there and then. And that'll be the end of it. You know, I will gladly lay down my badge if I start turning into one of them. <clears throat> you know, you've seen training day, but, uh, I didn't see him die. That's okay, for sure. Okay. I don't, I don't know if he made it or not. <laughs> yeah that's what's up man shoot um we definitely uh i know i got a little i got a like military law enforcement background and i know it's different from the outside but training is training and i be in that junk like dang are we done yet yeah. <laughs> like yeah yeah we have so <laughs> no it's not done <laughs> we had our dt and uh oc stuff the other week so Ooh. I'm all mm. beat up and fingers messed up and whatnot. Oof. What else is wrong? Tell them. They're telling you sound under the weather there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so all at the academy, I guess two of the officers had COVID during our DT week. And Coronavirus! Yeah. <laughs> Homie ended up catching it. <laughs> Yo, that's wild, bro, bro. Yeah. That's crazy to I- have y'all in training. That's what I was about to say. So, since... So, it started off with somebody coming in on Friday. He was like, hey, like, we were getting dressed in the parking lot. He was like, hey, I think I got the Rona. And I was like, for real? And he was like, yeah. <laughs> oh, man, he said it's so casual. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, yo, uh, do you think you should be here? He was like, well, I'm going to see if I really have it or not, if I feel bad this weekend. 
So Friday goes what? by. Yeah. Well, Friday goes by. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, we get a message saying like, hey, this person is sick. He's not going to be there on Monday, whatever, whatever. And that day they sent out the text. My throat started feeling a little scratchy. I was like, oh, shoot. Maybe I can't <laughs> <help> you. <laughs> so I called in. I called my leadership. And they were like, coming to work on Monday anyways. Just oh, in case. God. And I was like, yo, I woke up in like a pool of sweat. You know, I was freezing and then hot, freezing and then hot. And then my body was hurting. I had the worst headache in my life. It's not like the flu. Yeah. Oh, I got to work on Monday. And I walked like 10 feet behind everybody else. I was like, I don't want to give this to y'all. So <laughs> we get to the uh, building and like, I'm trying to like stay outside. I don't want to go inside until everybody gets out there. We're standing in formation and it's, you know, it's 70 something degrees out. It's not too hot in the morning, but I am drenched in sweat. My uniform is just soaked and they were like you're you okay and i was like no i told you i shouldn't be here <laughs> <laughs> it was like yeah you got to pass out we're gonna go ahead and send you to the doctor's office so i went up there they stuck that freaking thing and probed my brain <laughs> and they were like i try to ask questions like hey so what do i do about my family and do like get out and i was like what he was like you need to get out of here and i was like but i got questions he was like i don't care you need to get out of here he was like, Damn. you most likely have corona. I was like, I understand that, but I had like some paperwork. He was like, don't worry about it. Tell him to call me if they need anything. I was like, all right, well, he was like, no, get out. And like, dude was like, forcing me out the door. So I was like, all right, screw it. As he should have. Right. As everybody <laughs> should have been. Because when you called and said, they shouldn't have said, come in Monday. <laughs> hey, you know what they say. The mission continues. Yeah. Oh, man, uh, hopefully, hopefully, a speedy recovery for you. That's yeah, like, out of everything, like the cough, whatever. Like I can still breathe. Like my nose isn't even stuffed or anything. I can breathe out of both nostrils, but I cannot taste or smell anything. It's like if that's you were that's just like they said that's like the key sign. Like everything else is like oh maybe, but once you can't taste anything, they're like yep, you got it. It's like the tasting, okay, I can deal with, but like the smelling thing, like I don't even know if I stink. You know, I took a crap. Yeah. Like, yo, like, is it that bad? And my mom was like, Can you shut the door? I was like, I can't smell it. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so it's like, it, it's the weirdest thing. You know, I put aftershave on, I can't smell it. My wife's an essential oils person, I can't smell it. Somebody say, You still shaving? <laughs> you. <laughs> I was just, I was just trying to like see if I can smell things and like I'm experimenting, you know. Next day, <laughs> I'm gonna take a shot, see if it affects me. Or not. You like, yeah, that's cinnamon. Yeah, that's definitely cinnamon. <laughs> right. Like, boy, that's some wild shit. Just dang. Well, now I mean, with that being said, we might as well go to the first topic. Go ahead, transition right on over. Where you at? <laughs> All right. Um, coming in starting next week, the the store that represented freedom in America, aka Wally World, yeah. will now be enforcing the implementation implementation of wearing a mask for everybody, customers and workers. Mm. So, um I think I think that's gonna be a, a bit that's a good sign. I mean they're not they're not necessarily late to the party. They're definitely not early. 
They're like, yeah. <laughs> hey, they're like, could you imagine if if you if you listen to this and you've ever been to the Booth Road, uh, Walmart here in Warner Robins, uh, you can't control them ghetto black folks that's gonna walk in that motherfucker without wearing a mask. What are you gonna have a cop sitting out there? I don't see it. I don't see it going very well. I feel a fight's gonna happen. I, that's how I feel, and I don't feel like these work. I don't want a cop there because I don't want it to escalate into something it doesn't need to be. But I don't feel like these people are paid enough to deal with these irate customers that don't want to wear a mask. Right. Um, this is where I, I look at it more like so in Virginia they're looking at it as the same as no shoes, no shirt, uh, no shirt, no shoes, no service. They just added in no mask, and with that being said. You you very could well could walk in, but like when you get to that register, at that point you're on your own. Like either you're gonna get charged or you're gonna put on the mask. So you can take the products with you, but no, I'm just gonna be like, yo, you stole it. So put on your mask, pay for it, or walk out the door. You bad. But at that point, you walk through the whole store without the mask. So which, you're still which you wasted your time. That's all you really did. But you're also infecting others. Like it's, I was it's not you're exposing it's not everybody. You. So I can't even be like, yeah, go ahead and walk around and see what happens at Unless the end. Unless everybody also is wearing their mask like they're supposed to. Now, have you seen the little picture where it shows how you can still you still breathing out there on stuff? I'm still touching stuff. It's still all the little. Uh, hey, oh, Walmart also. By the way, they also are offering masks to people. So even if you don't come with one, they will give you one. That's wonderful, but that's not the issue. It's not the lack of masks. It's people feel like it's encroaching on their freedoms to <laughs> wear a mask. They took the, their job. The stupidest shit I've ever heard. My thing is, I know that the governor of Virginia put out last time they were trying to order people to wear masks that if you didn't wear a mask, nobody could ask you why you weren't wearing a mask because mm-hmm. you can say, I have a medical condition. And you can't ask somebody what the medical condition is. So right. I don't know if that's still in play or not. Mm. Now they're putting it on the businesses, threatening to take away business license. I, I know in that. Virginia yeah. they're trying to take away business license. I didn't. I don't know. Walmart didn't say how they planned on enforcing it. Probably get some Walmart security, you know, involved. Mm-hmm. Oh, good old Frank at the front. <laughs> But like, Bro, Frank in the front's in a wheelchair. He ain't gonna be doing much. Yeah, but at, at the same time, Frank all probably won't get attacked either because he's in a wheelchair. <laughs> so it's kind of like that. Hey, I'm just saying. I've I've been to Warner Robins. I don't know. That's still a southern place. Okay, you speaking of one place? Hey, they ain't beating up. Oh, well, we're talking about the Booth Road. So I'm just saying. Oh, I was talking about the general. Oh, I don't know about northern locations. They wild up north, but in the south, mm-hmm. we still respect the elders. Okay. Sometimes. <laughs> oh. Thank you. <laughs> you know, I ain't gonna fake the funk with you. It's, it's sometimes, sometimes the old they need to hear some young words. I don't want to hear that. <laughs> some young words. You just I let like that. you just let that young you just let that youngin off the hook in Mexico. You gonna come back to America talking about you gonna talk to some elder though? Ah, ah, ah. <laughs> he, he gave the young lad some words. He, he gave him three shots it. too. Good sir. Wow. That, that is called maturity. Yeah. Okay. I allowed mm-hmm. somebody their life. <laughs> I could have took it. Right there in Mexico. Right there in Mexico. And I would have mm. got rid of the body. <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe you. Ooh. 
Hey, man, you just got to know, if we if we're going to be recording episodes by one, two, three, four, I need to be able to say, hey, refer back to episode five when Dash let the dude in Mexico get by. So, <laughs> Hey, look. I dip, man, listen. Mm. That's all I got to say. Just, mm. Got you. But back on topic. Them old folks sometimes need to hear young they might like it's um just keep an eye out if you if you still shop at Walmart I personally do not shop at Walmart but if you still go by Walmart just know starting the twentieth you gotta have a mask. So what's crazy to me and this goes for like Virginia and their whole mask enforcement too. Why do y'all give them like a few days to still walk around without it or like why not when you say it like it's right now or like next day? Why is it a week after? it? Would you need time to mask? We've only been doing this since March, so. I mean, it's for the people hey, that it's for the people that haven't you. complied to it. I'm guessing, you know, you can't enforce, you can't just put out a law or an ordinance and be like, hey, this is what it is right now, and then, and then people will start getting in trouble for it that day. You know, you have to give people. Okay, well, it's fine. Twenty-four hours. You don't get a week. I think like seventy-two. It's not seventy-two. Unless, unless it's an emergency order. Emergency orders can take effect immediately. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but. Mm-hmm. The, the governor of Georgia is suing the mayor of Atlanta. Um, she, he, he passed, he made an emergency order that said uh, businesses do not have to require folks to wear a mask. And the mayor of Atlanta passed a, not a law, uh, what are they called? A bill um, saying that people do have to wear masks while uh, workers and customers do have to wear masks. So they're they're in a legal battle right now. So is he suing her because she didn't do what he said? Yeah. Mm, what a child! I can't believe he's suing. Is that what they do in politics? That's like, what, what that's what rich white people do. Yes. That's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> mayor Governor Kemp is is suing Mayor uh, the Mayor of Atlanta. I hope he loses and I hope he's embarrassed. Hey, at that point, if look, if I'm the mayor and I win, I'm running for governor next election. Like, don't play me, dog. <laughs> You got to. But let's, I got let's, to. Let's talk about let's talk about how much of a a get out or sellout it is for Trump to basically say, "Hey, I'm letting the governors take care of their own states instead of putting the." Oh my gosh! Yes, yeah. yes. That's like, called deflecting. Like boy, hundred cool. percent. <laughs> like you're the one that started. Oh, we don't need this. We don't need that. We're stronger. The China virus, all that BS. But now you're like, oh crap, this is real. Let me go ahead and put the blame off on somebody else. So if people really do start dying even more, I can blame them. Which numbers are going up? <clears throat> Correct. Did y'all see he wore a mask for the first time the other day? <laughs> Boy, I saw it. I, I saw the mask and I said, if you if somebody look at this, mm-hmm. did y'all see? Um, Perry, did you see? Did you watch the uh, governor of Virginia give his Corona speech? No, I just read it. All right, so during the speech, he had his mask around his neck. And the person next to him giving sign language didn't have a mask on her at all. Well, he's talking about everybody's going to have to have a mask. I wonder why the person giving the sign language didn't put on a mask. Because I don't think you need your mouth. Well, I, I you guess don't yeah. need your mouth to sign language. But, it made sense for him to not wear it. Yeah. Because she, I mean... 
the translator needed to see in order to translate, I'm assuming. Mm-hmm. But that's, I, I don't understand why the translator didn't have one on. Yeah. Hey, sometimes you need your mouth. So, <laughs> let's, let's talk about some positive polit- political movements. Um, since I know every time we get to the presidential le- level, it gets kind of dark and gloomy. Ironically, because he's bright and orange, but that's besides the point. Um, have y'all heard about the return, finally, of reparations? <laughs> yeah. Definitely not you. But Not me. No, not you. <laughs> Not me specifically? Literally not you specifically, yes. Oh, man. Individually, you're right there. Um, If you are a resident of Asheville, North Carolina, Asheville, North Carolina, you will be looking at reparations, but not in the way that you expect. What am I getting? Not individual. what they've won. Not individual payments, that's for sure. Mm. Instead. One lump sum? Nope. Okay. <laughs> individual payment. Yes, that's still one payment as an individual. Okay. Instead, they are looking at, and you calling it once again, calling it reparations, making investments in areas where Black residents face disparities. But mm. we've been we've been doing that for how long? Section what is it? Section eight, section nine places. Section eight. You know, like it's apparently not. not really. So you're investing into the black areas, black communities by letting us live in less than ideal situations. Mm-hmm. They, according so, to USA Today, they say this. These may include increasing increasing of minority business ownership. Career opportunities, um, closing the gap in healthcare, education, employment, pay, neighborhood safety, and fairness within criminal justice, i.e., equality. So, are they admitting that they were purposely not doing these things? No, but they have admitted that the city has played a part in the disparity between black people. I mean, against black people. That sounds like an admission of guilt. They did. I just, I just <laughs> didn't admit it. Oh, I asked you that. <laughs> yeah, I just. I asked and you said no. Yeah, so. Yes, they have admitted that they have played a part in this. So Asheville admits that they have definitely been a little racy, but they plan on being better. Yeah. So do Ain't that the same city where uh, that, that, uh, the white man ran over some some Black Lives Matter protesters a few years ago and killed them. That was in Charleston. That was in in Virginia. No, South was Carolina. It? I'm pretty sure. Oh, South Carolina I'm too. Pretty sure that's what I so oh, it's a multiple. So basically, East Coast incident. Okay. All right. Man, so everybody you don't one. hear about South too much of this out in the West or the Midwest, huh? You ain't lying. Maybe because they don't drive cars, they go on green like that. I don't know. Have you heard no, about this in Colorado? Every, everybody's just high. That's all. Thank you. <laughs> Look, you see where I was going with this? <laughs> anything bad in in Colorado? No, because all of them smoke weed. Yes, they have. They've shown this, the the crime rate in Colorado since the passing of the legislation against marijuana, and they are going on the downward slope. 
Whirling up. So I know it's not part of the topics, but since we're talking about Colorado and I am aspiring to be a police officer, uh, Colorado has adopted um, basically a thing that does not cover their officers during riots if somebody gets hurt. So say that I am performing my duties as a police officer during the riot and I have to shoot tear gas or something and somebody gets hit by said tear gas and gets injured. I no longer have immunity to be sued or be prosecuted. I have to go in front of the court and represent myself or have the state like a regular person represent me and face penalties for protecting everybody from rioters and looters. Hmm. Got you. So Interesting. Losing that over that over encompassing umbrella, hmm. a layer of protection that they talk about. But I mean, how many times does the tear gas thing itself hit? I the mean, people? not even tear gas. We're talking about rubber bullets. We're talking about anything. If I if I went over there and I arrested somebody and they were fighting me, they and they get injured during our tussle, I am liable to be sued and prosecuted in jail. Yes, but if the justice system is as just as supposed to be and you were doing it the way you were trained and supposed to be, then you don't get charged, correct? So my question Lies. is, have you ever been in a fight before? I have not. All right. So have you ever been, for any of y'all out there in podcasts where have ever been in a fight and you're fighting for your life in a sense because that's what you have to do in a fight you know it's either you're gonna get beat or the other person gonna get beat i'm upholding the law i'm not trying to fight you i want to talk you into handcuffs as fast as possible i don't want to put hands on you i don't want to get hurt and i don't want to hurt you but once you start swinging on me i'm not gonna sit there and be like oh please sir oh please sir please stop you're gonna get busy exactly I'm going to get mm-hmm. to work. I'm going to do what I'm trained to do. And it's not to hurt exactly. you. You're doing it, what you're trained to do. What I'm trained to do, what I am trained mm-hmm. to do is to provide effective strikes to end the threat. And when I say end the threat, that does not mean kill or injure. That means stop you from doing what you're doing that's trying to harm me. Stop the situation, yeah. Exactly. I it's don't the, see the problem it's, again unless you're doing something wrong. But there's the thing. So if, if a riot happens and I go out and as a cop, I shoot somebody with a rubber bullet and they get hurt, then they can sue you. Even if you do it right, they they're can suing sue you, not the city. Right. And you, you, you said as long as the justice system is working properly, hell, look at the justice system. It don't work it proper is, for nobody. It doesn't. Talking about, not only would he be a cop, but he would be a black cop being I, sued on his own. Man, it's a rap. And it's, it it's probably gonna be by a white person. And I, I've been told right now, like, by certain people that I would call acquaintances now, that I'm no longer black, that I'm blue. So that, I was like, I don't, you know. Hey, hey big guy. <laughs> you start patrolling my city, you steal my homie. Go ahead. You're no longer black, that you're blue. I'm like, um... I want you to know nobody has ever seen a blue person in my life. Obviously, that's I've heard that a couple times already. I was like, that's crazy, you know. One one of my homeboys is a cop in for for St. Louis County, man, and uh, (laughs) I wish motherfucker would. Tell him I don't know that nigga since high school. I wish motherfucker would call him blue. All right, he blue. I'm blue too. Then beat my ass. 
pussy. Nah, y'all straight, man. Ooh, but great tie-in again. Bing, bang. Speaking of going off on tangents, um, <laughs> everybody's favorite drum soloist, Nick Cannon, has made headlines this week. Oh, man, he has. Yeah, man. Nick Cannon has been dropped by Vietcom CBS after making, quote-unquote, anti-Semitic comments. <laughs> um, if you're not familiar with Nick Cannon, he's the, the star of Drumline. He's also a rap artist that came out with songs such wow. as Your Pops Don't Like Me and I'm a Gigolo. <laughs> Come on, man. Hey, let's be serious. What is he yeah, really known does. for? He does TV <laughs> shows. Absolutely. He's been known for hosting um, Wildin' Out Mask. on MTV. Wearing a bulletproof vest and wearing yeah, a mask before, bulletproof vest. Wearing a mask before COVID. We yeah. had <laughs> we're in the national coach. Correct. <laughs> so um Nick Cannon, he had a podcast. Oh, he has a podcast and he was speaking to a special guest and he said some some choice words that Viacom, who owns a plethora of stations on TV, including Nickelodeon, MTV, uh MTV, BET, and probably every everything that you actually enjoy watching. Um, they didn't. They didn't like too much, right? So, um, so what was the exact statement? I can't tell you what the exact statement was, but they throughout because I've 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 read through his his paper. I mean, through it, and the closest I can get to you is that he says that he implies that black people are the true Hebrews. Therefore, implying that the current Hebrews are fakes. I mean, is that anti-Semitic though? Not, not or technically. Is, is, is he wrong? We can't say he's wrong because if he if he identifies himself as one of them and believes that he is a true one, it is not anti-Semitic. Like yeah. at that point, yeah. it can't be. Right, he's anti-fake, if anything. Like, he's against phonies, but he's not against the people. And I don't even think that's, like, being against phonies. Like, religion evolves, so whereas the original ones may have been of melanin origin, doesn't mean that the ones now aren't and don't still practice the faith the way you're supposed to. So, I'm confused as to why this man no longer can be on Wild Out. The reason why he can no longer be on Wild Out because that dude was monopolizing the game. That dude was making way too money, <laughs> way too much money. He had way too much control, and they needed to find a way to get him out of there. One hundred percent. I agree. Um, there were some people that speculation out there. They did some. They did some digging, and the owners of um, Viacom and other brands happen or may or may not be. Uh, Jewish or oh, not Jewish sorry um, related to Hebrew people in themselves so they believe that he said some things that might have stepped out against them or might have taken some power away from them speaking out against them uh-huh. and they didn't like it too much you know what I heard this was talking tied to Dr. CB and I look, mean, it's not like he was denouncing their faith or anything like that you know exactly he Nothing did not he said was 
wrong in my opinion. Um, they also he also mentioned the Rothschild family, um, the people mm-hmm. with money and the banks and all that good stuff. Mm-hmm. Basically, he was stepping on some big toes that a lot of people, big names, are afraid to step on because of the quote unquote power they have. Y'all, uh, y'all get a security team together and protect. Nick Cannon, cause he probably gonna be dead in about the next year or so. <laughs> I'm not gonna speak on said family because said family don't say that. But y'all, if you know, you know about the family. If you don't, go research them and do some digging and and look into what they own and what they operate. Change. Well, he just keeps his wilding out bulletproof vest. We <laughs> <laughs> don't care about that. Look at Epstein. Mm, well, that burned out that whole studio talking about your vet. <laughs> Get him out of here. That man was on. He he had a camera watching his cell, and they still have it. He still died. You think they can't get the Nick Cannon? Right. <laughs> yeah. All right. So um, so we all in agreement that it's not Nick Cannon words. Now let me also say that Nick Cannon has came out and apologized. We taking some heat for apologizing, but I believe. What he's apologizing for is some of his references that he made were from a person who also preaches on bigotry and they has said some anti-Semitic things. So Nick has apologized for referencing a negative person in his speech. But Nick, I don't think Nick is apologizing for what he said per se. Um, so look at Nick's apology. He did. Apology, let him stay a mass singer. It did. But once again, people are mad because they're saying, oh, he's taking back what he said. He's not taking back what he said. He's acknowledging that he made a bad reference. I think the reason why people are getting on him is because what he said was that he wasn't going to apologize. Which he didn't. He didn't apologize for what he said. Again, this this is my point. He's not apologizing for what he said. He's apologizing for using a bad source of yeah, information. That's exactly what it is. He like he said, he never apologized for what he said. Yeah, it's not it's not what he because what he said he means, but his reference that he used was like, oh damn, he was wrong. Yeah, go ahead and scratch that from record. No, my bad. Mm-hmm. So I can get down with Nick for that. So um definitely keep an eye out for that. Let's see what happens with Nick Cannon. Um, hopefully he gets right because I would hate to see a accidental death. If he would have took the shot to be happening. He did air quotes. What? Don't be saying that. Oh, All right, guys. Um, so today's date is July 17th. Happy Friday. Facts. And for July 17th, we I like to do now, we do a on this day. And since we're coming up on the end of this, we're going to do two on these day or on this day events. All right. So in recent news, since sports have been coming back, the Black Lives Matter movement has taken, I don't want to say a backseat to sporting world or other media events, but it, it kind of has. So we want to go ahead and acknowledge uh, the death of Eric Gardner was today. For those who are that may, I know you haven't forgotten, but for those of you who may not be as familiar, um, Eric Gardner died in New York. Okay, and this was one of those put him in a legal chokehold while arresting him, and of course, like you said, he died that day. So we don't want to forget about him. Um, Dash, you remember when this happened? July seventeenth, two thousand fourteen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
So I know I was still in I was still in service. So I was still in service. I was still a cop. And we had discussions about this and in the office about the choco and about what's he arresting and why the arrest even happened in the first place. So on and so forth. And let me I I, I say I said it then. I said it's like people see it differently. And it's it's really about perspective, right? Because um some people go by more some people go by morals and then some people go by a word of law like morally speaking we know this was wrong it was uncalled for and by word of law some people are standing on what he was committing the illegal act when this all transpired i'm like there's literally no way you can spend what happened into getting choked out to death over fucking cigarettes bro over cigarettes correct over some loose cigarettes buddy just sitting on the corner trying to sell a little something something not nothing too crazy you know what i'm saying he wasn't selling in mass quality or quantities um it was you know a couple cigarettes and y'all they, they had the audacity to say it was worth choking him that man begged for his life and was killed it's ridiculous it's ridiculous and it happens often and it's just Oh, coming from the cop world, man, it's... I, I look at it like this. When we, when we were military cops, we didn't... We didn't run into situations like that. Like, a lot, a lot of our training was de-escalate, talk to, and interact with folks. A lot of times, cops that don't know how to talk to folks. They and don't. that causes issues. Like, you pull up on scene, of course you're going to be discussing a situation with somebody that's irate at, at a time or angry because you're a cop that you're on a call but to go and, and choke somebody out because because they <laughs> if you watch the video and I'm sure many have you'll see see what happened it's just it's kind of ridiculous um Shaq you want to chip in before yeah so like 100% like what they did 100% do we still have them on the line yeah can you hear me yeah yes all right, so 100%, it's illegal. 100%, it was a legal chokehold. Like, there's nothing right about the situation. Did he commit a crime? Yes. Should he die for that crime? No. And no means. Yes, the people that were choking him were smaller than him, whatever, whatever. Whatever, argue, whatever argument you want to put out there, 100% false. A black man was killed in cold blood that day. Facts. What you got, Tink? It's just draining that this was 2014 and we had a same incident happen this year like i'm tired i feel you um and if you don't i mean i encourage you to do some more research i know um there have been social experiments about the effects of a person in power and what happens to the brain when you get into a position of power and um i know it it gets to you but we we hope that this this law enforcement they can get some they get more training they get better training uh, not more but better you know not necessarily it's not the quantity that you get it's got to be more better quality in so, de-escalation and addressing these situations and respecting people as people you know yeah. oh now on the same on the same day weirdly enough a day in in history. Um, I want to give a shout out to Charles Frank Bowden Jr. Charles mm-hmm. Frank Bowden Jr., which is a name I'm sure a lot of people do not know. And um, I want to give him a shout out because this man was the first permanent black administrator of NASA. Hey, so, yo, big ups to Charles Frank Bowden Jr. 
And um, just to give y'all an update, this didn't happen until 2009. So mm-hmm. to 2009 for NASA to get a permanent black administrator. And um, this man was highly educated. He was an astronaut. He was in the Naval Academy. This man had all the accolades you can ask for, and it still took um, to 2009. He was born, this man graduated in 1964. So he was born in 1946, and it's still, he had to hang around for a hot minute. A hot mm-hmm. minute. Uh, we don't we don't know what you went through. I have no idea how difficult it was. But, um, yo, um, I just want to recognize that it's not talked about, but we recognize you and your efforts that you made. Because he, op- I'm sure when he got there, he opened the door for a lot of other people to get through, you know? He definitely did, man. Like, overlooking some of his information. 34 years in the Marine Corps. Um, he retired as a major general after starting off as a second lieutenant. So, if you know the rank structure on, on officers, that man spent 34 years to make it to to major general yeah so like he, he he accomplished a lot man not only for for blacks but also in nasa um could, could you imagine being born in boy i can't imagine being born before 1990 i ain't even gonna friend to you though <laughs> <laughs> I'm not gonna lie to you, though. i've heard I have my parents, my parent generation were chased in truck because they because we're from the South, were chased in trucks by by white people. And that was once again, this is after this is so probably early, no, not early, early 80s. Mm-hmm. So no, I couldn't imagine being born anytime before 1990. No. Nah. Like, F that. Yeah, it's and bro, he and he grew up in South Carolina. So graduated college and then became a naval officer. That's I, again, that's that's amazing. That's yeah. amazing. Get a round of applause for that. That's, I just feel I feel like we're doing great things out in this world. That's right, man. And that's what he can do in 2009. We can do even bigger and better things today. I I hope and I encourage everyone to go out and do something that has never been done. Go chase a dream. Go go help somebody else with their dream. Shoot. Just go be a contributor. Go be a contributor to the culture now, in some shape, form, or ma- uh, manner, in a positive form, that is. Go do something. If anything, follow us on Facebook and Instagram on For the Culture and uh, make sure to tell a friend. So, thanks. <laughs> hey, before we make follow before us, before we wrap it up, I don't know if you have to wrap it up or not, but uh, for the on this day, I just want to give a shout out to my boy Rafa. He passed away back in 2011 on this day. Uh, oh, you got it, big dog. Yeah, shout out. Blessed. Yeah, so RP Rafa. Love you. Pray for his family, friends, and family. It's always tough. All right, so let's let's go ahead and do this. Tink, you got any closing words for us? Wear a mask, drink water, spread positive energy. I was with you, but that water thing was oof. (laughs) All right, (laughs) what you got for us, Dan? 
Hey, positive vibes only, man. Y'all know what it is. Yep. And once again, thank you, Shaq, for coming through for us. You got any parting words for the guest? I mean, for our audience? Let's just love one another, one another. Black Lives Matter. Let's keep pushing for a better future. Back. And um, as for me, um, thanks for tuning in for the... Oh, we're coming up on a month, guys. We almost been at this now for a whole month. So yeah. consistency, ooh, consistency. Ooh. Uh, make sure you go tell a friend for real, for real. Um, shout out to everybody that has been listening. Shout out to our new listeners. Shout out to our loyal listeners. Hope everybody becomes one of those. Um, hit us up on Facebook, Instagram. We'll always interact. Uh, take care of yourself and enjoy your weekend. This is J. Mark Perry from For the Culture. We out. Peace. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs>